Tonight, charges are being laid against a Georgina man after video surfaced of a cat being physically abused. A teen is facing numerous charges after a major collision in Brampton. A minor hockey fight has resulted in assault charges in Newmarket. Chances of snow, Mrs. Og minus 5, Newmarket minus 7. This update is brought to you by Frank Atolo, 148.ca. More predictions for 2018, because Frank is psychic. 148.ca slash Frank. I follow Pong from SRN National News. Now here's Rod, Ray, and Mike with North American Harness Update on 20th Anniversary SRN 1. They're heading around the first turn here in the Western Fair Pick 4 with Faxer Theory. To the inside, taking the lead from Blue Frost, Bally Keel parked out, moving to the opening quarter. It's these two... Battling well clear of Barbie Doll in third. And then it's Canta Glide who gapped the field at the start in fourth as they move on to the opening quarter in the abbreviated field. The odds on choice, Faxer Theory, through a 29-3 opening quarter, leads by three over Blue Frost, Bally Keel second. A ways away to Barbie Girl in third. Canta Glide remains fourth moving to the stretch first time it's these two faxer theory and blue frost bally keel they turn to the stretch before barbie doll who's about six or seven lengths away from blue frost bally keel trotting in third and then it's canta glide going to the half 102 and four it's the one to five favorite faxer theory soon to be braced perhaps by a challenge from Blue Frost Bally Keel as Barbie Girl begins to catch up in third now only about five lengths off the lead as they turn into the backstretch chasing the favorite Faxer Theory Blue Frost Bally Keel sits second Barbie Girl is chasing in third as they go on to the three-quarter mark the favorite is in charge here by three lengths. It's Fax or Theory leading Blue Frost Bally Keel to that third panel in one, 35 and two. And around the final turn, Fax or Theory still in front by about three and a half, four from Blue Frost Bally Keel second. Third is Barbie Girl as they come on to the top of the stretch. One to five favorite Fax or Theory. Here comes a late rush from Barbie Girl wide of Blue Frost Bally Keel in a battle for second, but turning for home. Facts or theory is coasting clear as the odds on choice in the quartet. It's facts or theory winning by open lengths over Barbie Girl, then Blue Frost Bally Keel in 207 and 1. And checking in last, Canta Glide. Let's roll on with the show. The starter has called the field to the well, game. Well, I mean, they were called earlier, but who am I to judge? This field is in motion and approaching the start. And they're off. And it's a battle into the first turn for control. The battle continues by the half and approaching the far turn. Stride for stride past the three-quarter pole and approaching the top of the stretch. And as they hit the top of the stretch, it's mission brief. Foiled again, Muscle Hill, Captain Treacherous, and Vegas Vacation, Lucky Jim, a rock and roll dance, be a magician, Sebastian K approaches the line, Guccio is coming late, and as they hit the wire, it's two 
close to call. Now here's North American Harness Update on FRN1. It is now just dawning on me how, at this point, irrelevant some of the names in our theme song are. Just or Not irrelevant, but dated, rather. Uh, but nonetheless, for those of you who caught the show early on or are tuning in, or tuned in at the beginning, because this could be listened in a lifelike state, because it's not live if you're listening to it, not at the time. Trust me, this all makes sense. That was the first leg of the late pick four at Western Fair, where Faxer Theory, as the one-to-five favorite, strolled around the track in a field of four after half the field scratched out of the race. And now... That is over. The pick four graphics were tweeted out uh, by our Twitter account at NA Harness Update, and hopefully you saw them. Hopefully you played along. Uh, hopefully you played something that is uh, a decent size minimum to hit it a couple of times because these short fields in this pick four at Western Fair are going to make it a bit chalky. Uh, however, we all advance out of this first leg with the one to five favorite. And you are currently listening to North American Harness Update with me, Ray Catola, joined by, as I am every week, Mike Prebozy and Rod Allums Jr. How are you guys doing this evening? Beautiful. One be- beautiful and amazing. That's how how about we go for beautifully amazing tonight? Sure. That's the spirit. That's as much spirit as this fly that just got caught in a spider web and yet persevered his way out of it. How about you clean your house? Every house... <laughs> every house has a spider web, even the clean ones, Rod. Oh, my. I want you Here to... I want you to show me a basement that does not have a spider... The fly is on the computer now. I want you to show me a basement that does not have spider webs. Okay. One here in a, in a week. <laughs> Two sixty to win on Faxer Theory in that first leg of the pick four. I'm gonna recap my ticket as we move on. Uh, for twenty cents, mine was four with three with one two with one five nine. It's a buck twenty. I played it for a dollar, so that was six bucks. And I'm currently moving on. Uh, Mike's ticket moving on. I have the numbers right in front of me. He had the four. He's live to the three, four, six, seven in the next leg. And the one, two, three, four. And then all. Rod is alive to all in this leg. Then he's the one, two, and the one, five, nine. There's seven minutes to post for this eighth race at Western Fair. And the six opens up the three to five favorite. That's a little troubling. Yeah, I'm, I don't have I don't have that horse. Yeah, you do. I'm too interested, do I? Yeah. I'm looking at the wrong race, maybe. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> uh, but aside from Western Fair that we have on this week's show, we have also Woodbine. And it's it's that it's that inflection. If you say that we're talking about Woodbine, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Woodbine. And the Meadowlands, not Meadowlands. You also got, if you're watching the video feed, uh, you also got to do the point. The point is very important. 
or else people don't know what you're talking about. It's it's like with sign language, where if you make the wrong sign, your sentence doesn't make sense. That's it. You're speaking with your body. Meadowlands! I'm really proving just how cool of a person I am in the first couple minutes of this show. Uh, so, yeah. I, I know you guys are just so jealous of my social status and my... Uh, Facebook status and my marriage status, which is currently not. Not anything. Yeah. yeah that's, I'm a little jealous. I'm more invested in this. <laughs> With his what? I'm sorry, Rod. What was that? I miss. I did not hear a word, a sound, a mutter. I, well, I do have a mutter. Uh, I call her mother, though, but I can understand. Mm-hmm how you refer to her sometimes because sometimes people mispronounce things even money on the why is the six even money let's talk about this race this is the second leg of the pick four starts a pick three at western fair i don't understand why moon lake is getting bet this horse the horse won last week to me or was it last week or just last out because i don't have the program open in front of me it was last week. It was last week. This horse won. Well, January 3rd, so that was about you know nine days. This horse had an inside draw, just got the lead, was never challenged. before, And then all before that, I mean, I understand coming from the Alliance series, and th- those races are at least decent to come out of. Uh, but to me, she, she's got to be towards the front, and from that outside post, I don't see her getting it. Well, but the one and two are scratched. Let's not forget. That's true. The one and the two are scratched. Really, the seven is like is the five. Mm-hmm. Here. But the three is also the rail. And the three from the rail has to go, right? Well, this horse doesn't necessarily always want to go. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know. Which is ironic, considering her name is Nadia Can Go. She's typically a closer. I mean... She showed speed December 4th when she wired them and won by 11. She could win the race similarly. She's faced tougher the last few few weeks mm-hmm. and it's had outside posts. So, How about you, Rod? Where, where, what do you think about this race? Because I know you're all, but why are you all? Uh, I just didn't have a big opinion on the race. Uh, I thought there were several that could possibly win here. And you know, it, I looked at the race and is it, it just made more sense for me to use everybody because the track's kind of playing a little bit differently tonight, and it, it's it's not smart for me to to try to go you know two or three deep when I don't really like them. Uh, you know, I I easily could have just went and played chalks here and you know I, I could have singled the six if i wanted to but i i just didn't feel comfortable single singling the six off of one okay line when it was an off track and she got to the front and and basically just bottomed the field out i i understand rob that you you know you don't want to use four out of six or whatever but i mean if you look at the five do you think the five has any chance I, I've you, seen worse horses. I've seen worse horses win. And you think the eight has any chance? I think I think what you're describing is the Mandela effect, Rod. The eight, the, 
The eight does have a little bit of a chance, actually. Why? Please, please enlighten me. I don't mind. It, it was a bad race last time. Clearly, the start before was okay. Got pushed. Got pushed way wide. Was thirty-three to one but the from start the three last, hole. The start last time, he was off three weeks, so I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. The start before that. I thought it was an okay racey three quarters. He was out four or five wide turning for home. And you have this no horse, chance at Western Fair if you're out that wide. This horse has, a ter- has terrible dates. Like, is always missing two weeks, three weeks at a time. I mean, it's it's hard for me. I, I get it. But it's – and with the, the missing horses, the horse might be closer than it normally would. In a full field, I would not like the eight. But in a shortened field – I wouldn't use the eight. In the shortened field, I still don't like the eight. <laughs> I don't. In a I mean, field I, I of shortening. I prefer the seven. I can't believe the seven is six to one in the race right mm-hmm. now because it's Shepard, you know. Red hot. Travis Henry. I mean, you know, this horse should not be six to one in here. Unless he Especially loses. Especially like greener in North America right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could be the leading trainer in North America and still lose the race. Doesn't necessarily mean you got to win the race. I mean, it's a slow time last time, but that was on a track that was not producing any sort of fast time. Do you also you remember the half in one oh three in the snow? That I, was the night when it was ridiculous. Yeah, I I remember that race exactly. I I thought this horse was cheap speed, and and this horse ended up beating a notorious hanger in Mark Your Page, who we see later on in the sequence in the last leg. And the only reason that horse even has a chance is because a lot of them scratched out. In the last race well but the point is it's the, it's the right people handling this horse and you know this horse on one on a terrible night gets a couple slots in could get it you know if the horse flies out of there this horse can get a trip in this race for sure well the betting's been flying around non-stop and it was in the last race too because the the last race the horse that checked in at least 30 lengths off the lead at one point was the one to five favorite so i think we're going to see a bit of betting changes here because the eight was seven to two now it's four to one the three is the second longest shot on the board at six to one the five is nine to one yeah this this bet this betting board is very strange right now if, I don't understand how they could think the 8 has a shot and not the 3. How could the 8 have a better shot than the 3? That, to me, just... I don't know. It's, yeah. That reads skewed. It is a little skewed. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But it's early. But so. I don't think there's too much money in the pool right now anyways, so take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, there can't So what be. else do we have tonight? Did you tell everyone what we had? Yeah, we got... What we, else we're going to do? We got Woodbine! And... Meadowlands. See, I remember. For I remember. tomorrow. Yeah, for tomorrow. Tomorrow. Not for the night. Not for, for the tomorrow. Night. It's for tomorrow. I didn't. I say, guys. Didn't I say tomorrow? I'm looking at no one. Didn't I say tomorrow? They're they're nodding their heads. The people in my head are nodding their heads. I got a whole crowd hey, on my side. Want, if you want uh, something funny, about uh, it was two years ago or so, I was watching the Australian Open tennis finals and it was a very intense match don't you mean in tennis Boom. match yeah oh yes it, it was <laughs> super intense and anyways the um 
the crowd was going nuts, and I decided at the end of the match while they were getting ready to do the final set mm-hmm. that I was going to go and I was just going to make a uh, little sign with stick figures and people with their hands up like, yeah, okay. like cheering in a crowd, like an audience, like, yeah. Okay, like that, and that would be seen. And then I put it on my... I have no I idea where this is going, but I hope it gets there eventually. <laughs> put a tack on my wall and pin this piece of paper up on my wall, and then I took a Snapchat, and I was like, the crowd goes wild! So what and you're... then I okay. pointed my camera directly at this piece of paper, and I was like... <sighs> so you did what an infant does when they're bored? Yes. As a 30-year-old I man... Like it was pretty funny. As a thirty-year-old, well, you had to be there. I just, it just—I don't know. I, 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 sorry, Mike, you're old. I wish I could have been there because I, I would have, I would have saw that. And I went, Rod, this is, this is so great. I'm glad that we're sharing this moment together, you and I, because then we could tell people about it and then say, you know what, <laughs> you should have been there, and then maybe wouldn't be so lonely. So the late pitch restarts <laughs> right now at Western Fair. It does. It does start. And I'm I'm surprised that three's getting no action at all. I can't believe it either. Not even from sugar. Sugar, come on, give me some sugar on this. Come on. Six to one. If I were playing quick threes, I would be three seven here, one through four, and then all. So I like the I got our, our uh, pick four graphics up right now. Look at our pictures. Look at our pictures. I don't know what I think this is my aggressive show. Last week was last week was my passive aggressive show. This week's full on aggressive show. Look at them. Yeah, you were like getting yourself psyched up before the show. You were pacing, drinking uh, like giant water and doing all this stuff. And get ready. I was I was just it's not that well, I mean we get it at a grocery store called Giant. Um Giant. But I as I was pointing at the camera Sometimes I tense up my neck muscles so much that I have to stay in that position or else I will rip an artery. I, I'm sure you would. As a doctor, I figured you would understand that. It's not easy to tear an artery. I got news for you. It's also not easy being cheesy. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I did not wear that glove. The six is three to five. Three to five. I I feel like I'm the uh, live feed you are viewing is brought to you by Western Fair. We'd assume we so. Them for letting us use their feed. We'd hope it's from Western Fair. We we <laughs> to, the tonight's feed from Western Fair is brought to you by the dark web and the Tor browser. No, it's brought to you by Western Fair. I know it's brought to you by Western Fair. I you I figured we could I mean it's it's from Western Fair. It's their feed. They own it. In order for us to get it, we have to go through them. One to five on the six. Yeah, Jeez. We definitely want to thank them for letting us use it because not any, you know, there's not many uh, places that will let you use their feed. And Period. they are one of them, so we appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're lining up here for the second leg of this pick four. Scratch down to a field of six. 
Turning into the stretch here. This is the eighth from London. It's approaching the start and it's off and pacing. Jeremiah's jewel to the inside leaves out as does from the far outside Can Art as they swing around that first turn. Nadia can go to the inside protecting rail position but parked out Jeremiah's jewel trying to take the lead. Then also wide ready Lamar as a pint of delicious moves up from the second tier into the back stretch. She's pacing in fourth in front of Moon Lake second to last Can Art the penultimate Can Art as now Can Art's caught in some confusion as a pint of delicious backs up. Meanwhile, Tussle on the lead. Jeremiah's jewel to the inside outside. Ready Lamar as they go on past that opening quarter with Nadia Can go sitting in the pocket third. A gap of two to a pint of delicious fourth. Can Art is fifth. Moon Lake is currently sixth and beginning to track Can Art as she moves wide into the stretch first time in front here. Jeremiah's Jewel. Jeremiah's Jewel leads. Ready Lamar still yet to clear on the outside, but is trying to match strides with the leader going to the half. Inside locked in. Nadia can go third. Second over is Canart. Then locked in towards the back. Second to last is a pint of delicious Moon Lake. Is third over and trailing as they swing into the back stretch. One more time, Jeremiah's Jewel the leader. Nadia can go. It's drafts in the pocket second. Three wide comes Canard on her back is Moon Lake. And now they pull. Here comes Nadia can go rushing up alongside Jeremiah's Jewel. Three wide is Canard with Moon Lake chasing them. Two and a half, three lengths off the lead going to three quarters. And Jeremiah's Jewel battles back to the inside of Nadia can go. Four wide is Moon Lake. Three wide Canard. Nadia can go the new leader around the final turn, but Moon Lake is launching down the center of the track. They turn for home. Nadia can go a narrow lead. Outside Moon Lake trying to clear in between them. Can Art, four of them turn for the line. Nadia can go. Moon Lake is sweeping by. And here is Moon Lake at six to five, coasting home. Coasting is Moon Lake to win by three and a half. Second, then Can Art from Nadia can go. And Jeremiah's Jewel, 203 and 2. Jesus Christ, 6 to 5 on that horse. Wow. Horse took money the whole time. He was going to win the race. I don't... Yeah, that, that horse raced like she was 6 to 5. This yeah, pick... that's a pretty rare move at London. This pick 4 is going to pay that. even better now. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know about it. Those type of odds in the big four. I mean, but still, that horse we was weren't expecting the big four to pay a lot anyway. Yeah, with all those scratches, six, yeah. seven, three, and four. I will be happy to get my money back. Uh, I won't be getting my money back because Nadia can go. Is Nadia cannot go? Nadia has left the building. So that was the second leg of the pick four from Western Fair. We can start doing other things other than Western Fair. The third leg is coming up. We're, um, Mike and Rod are still alive. Yeah. I'll be, my ticket was $1.20. What do you expect? I'm going to hit the rest of it. Just watch. It's not going to have that six to five favorite. It's only going to pay $20. Well, if, if anything. If I get my money back, I'll be happy. You you say that like it's a... Ch <laughs> so I'm reading a Max Shulman book. 
Uh, it's called Sleep Till Noon. And what Rod just did reminded me of this one scene where the, the main character, well, I don't know if he's the main character yet, but the narrator, uh, he tells this lawyer that he meets while working at a cafeteria in a prison that he has the secret to life and he knows how he knows how to have a successful life and he says to the 6-year-old lawyer you get rich you do nothing and you sleep till noon and the lawyer goes my god son thank you for telling me how can i ever repay you as if he had never heard such great wisdom and rod saying there i wish i could get my money back to me was just as profound rod wow a terrible analogy. That's a great analogy. That, that was a horrible Maybe you guys should read more books. Should read more books. Reading. Those on, on a computer. Maybe we should cut you off earlier. Reading is power. And knowledge is fuel. For more power. That, that, no, I'm doing, I'm doing the Mick Jagger thing except with spoken words. know about Mick Jagger? Uh, since you don't even like Mick <laughs> You know, I don't like Mick Jagger, so I can't know who he is. That's that's just that's that's how it goes. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of that uh that uh Kim Jong Un, but you know, it doesn't mean I, I don't know him. I have right. I have a great relationship with him. I have I have relationships. <laughs> Okay, where are we going next? <laughs> the ninth race of Western Fair. The, op- the opening up the even money favorites, the four? Burst, Hanover's? The even money favorite? What? But you were questioning all the money on the sixth and the last race, and he just aired. I was just doing the Larry Wilmore bit. What? I don't, I don't get why this horse is even money now. Is, is this Robert Shepard driving this one? This is the... Yeah, what's wrong with him? Oh, no, it's Lauren House. But I think I think this is the horse. Like the that I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This. Oh, that's. I didn't like this horse because he hasn't raced. She hasn't raced in a month. Yeah, I I went away from this one too. Meanwhile, Spicy Victor is forty to one. That's not gonna last. It shouldn't. It can't. I'm calling up. I'm calling Sugar right now. I'm gonna tell him fix this. Fix this. No, no, don't say that. That's the last thing you want to say. That's that's the last thing you want to say. Currently, a sixty-six dollars in the pool there. So okay, that let's that not get too excited. Yeah, don't get excited at all. The six is also Wait, there's what? One. There's sixty-six dollars in the wind pool. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I could break out my drumsticks right now. I could I could I could whip out a wicked Red Hot Chili Peppers solo. Break out the piano like every show. Remember when I did? I could do it right now. It's right over no, there. No. 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 What do you guys have against good no. music? What do you guys what do you guys have against You mean terrible? Look, every time I played the piano, I felt like we struck a chord. Guys, guys, I want to take note of what you think. Guys, you you may think that you need to stop referencing <laughs> musical uh, terms. You may think that in my performances I fall flat, but I'm actually quite sharp, guys. Guys, 
Back to racing. Back to racing. Yeah. Now we need to stop this. I don't this. think I can handle one more pun. Not one. <laughs> Guys, you think this is major, but it's quite minor. <laughs> and there you go. Folks, I'm tipping the scales with this performance. Guys. Gents. Ladies. I don't we know need- what ray we got tonight, but we got the wrong one. Insecticides. Insecticides. We need to get the program to the next freaking race. That's what we need to do. Well, you, I have I got the program too, but guys, here we go. That's not the key to everything, guys. Oh wow. This next race of Western Fair, I could, you could tell, I, I ran out of them because I'm going back to racing. Yeah. You only have so many musical terms that you actually know. Which I know most of them, and I deserve a round of applause. Or at the very least, a square of applause, a trapezoid of applause. Woo. I'll take a woo, but applause are preferable. Don't make me have to hear the applause in my head, because applause leads to voices, and voices leads to bad things. And bad things are happening right now. At least in my pick four. My pick four is yeah, dead. We, I'm my co- pick four ain't dead, neither is Mike's. That's great. Good good for you guys. I'm going to send your trophies uh, via airmail or carrier pigeon. Uh, I'm going to have to get a quite buff carrier pigeon, though. Like I'm going to get have to get one that's been curling weights ever since its girlfriend left him because he's trying to get back we'll at her. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a carrier pigeon that has like these um like Pennzoil stickers on it and, <laughs> and Exxon. I don't think any pigeon wants to be near oil. Right. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute, that's kinda that's the one thing a pigeon wouldn't be sponsored by. That that's mean you that means you guys understood the joke. I chose I I I am contrived. I'm trying to watch the monsoon at the Meadowlands. I'm sorry. I'm focused on racing and not this idiocy. Uh, <laughs> do you, okay. I'm, I just want to... This is my, the one thing I have to say. No idiot could have rolled off as many music puns as I did in the course of two minutes. You're right. Only one. <laughs> <laughs> and that idiot is not only a genius, it is also... Who is it? Where am I? What's going on? Yeah. How about we go to race nine? Spicy Victor is two to one. <laughs> you know, I, I love I love this name because every time I eat something really good, I, I call back to my Italian heritage. It's like that's a spicy Victor. You know what I mean? You guys know what I mean? That's 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 my that's my that's my that's a heritage. Also, what is, right. what's a Cali Magoo? I have to ask. I don't know. I, th- I think it's probably a name of someone. No, I don't think anyone would want to be named Cali Magoo. Not even a horse. Either that I or... Hmm? Magoo. I, I, I feel like that that's... The, the owner had to come up with a name because it was December 31st. It's like, oh, crap. I can't race my horse if I don't come up with a name. And so he looked over to his infant child that was slobbering and rolling on the floor in its own slobber. And he just went, Kenny 
Miku. And he goes, that's it. <clears throat> and that child grew up to be, you guessed it, Rod Allums. So this race is coming up in zero minutes. Uh, zero minutes is not, in fact, zero minutes. Zero minutes is, in fact, probably four or five, maybe even six or no, seven. not over there. They okay. do things the right way at Western Fair. Okay, four minutes, maybe three minutes, two minutes. It could mean one minute. We don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm just listing off numbers. Because I, if I list off all of the numbers, then one of them has to be right. In case you were wondering, if you're watching the Western Fair feed, Mike, put that up real quick. <clears throat> we can show you the... We're going to show you the numbers. Everybody in the uh, guest handicapper spots, including Sugar, went... One, two, three. Completely. So you know what that means. Means the four. Six. Means the four wins. Yeah. (laughs) The one, two, and three are just gonna drop out. They're gonna be like everybody that should have been at my high school. Well, not if they drop out, then they wouldn't be at my high school anymore. They're parading. Um, the one is now rightfully the favorite. I although. Seeing that this horse is six to five, I kind of wish he was the forty to one he was earlier. But I knew that was too good to be true. Because if I'm not mistaken, this is a Patrick Shepard horse, right? No, this is. Oh no, it's Leonard Lalonde. Oh, I think I think he was in um the Greatest Showman. He was one of the actors, or at least it sounds like it. Uh, this guy raced well first time out. Hadn't raced since September. Oh, that's right. And it was claimed before that. He's currently seven to five, rightfully so. And that was, oh, that January 5th, that was the blizzard night. That was last week when it was only six degrees. I remember that. Oh, no, it was zero. It was zero. Although, do you... Well, those of you that care, I have the graphics up right now. Look at the graphics! Look at that! One and two. Mike, who are you live to? Uh, One, two, three, four. So we need the one or the two to win. I would have been live to the one and the two, but the favorite had to win. And everyone knows I'm I not the, the favorite. Three was, the three was driven very well last that last race. He just yeah, he was, he was the just, six was just much the best. The six I mean, was incredible. Was on the three, the six was incredibly good there. Like once that horse tipped four wide, I kind of knew it was over. Yeah. That, you don't really see that there. And that horse was still flying. Yeah, that was a, that was actually one of those prolonged four wide moves that actually held up. Those never hold up over there. Now, as I'm looking at this board, and I don't know if you guys agree, I don't think the one gets the lead because Callie Magoo at eight to one. Okay, never mind. She's nine to two now. Everyone else caught that. <laughs> Everyone else was going, Callie Magoo's 8-1. to one. This was the horse named by the infant Rod Allums. We got a bet at this horse. And now he's 9-2. to two. Is there anyone on this betting board that is appealing to either of you? Well, for me, it's the 3 and the 4. <clears throat> Honestly, I, I, I would probably go with the 2. I mean, you're mm-hmm. getting, right now you're getting... Roughly morning line. I mean, now three to one. But uh, as far as the board goes, I I kind of like. So, 
the three seems like the only closer in the race and the track's fair. Mm-hmm. The one and the two are probably going to go at it and some others, you know, can leave in the race. I think the three is not going to end up three to one. I think it's probably going to end up closer to five or six by the time it's all said and done. Well, here, here's kind of why I didn't use the three because Pat, as hot as Pat Shepard has been recently, the drivers are just leaving with all of his horses now. They just think they can go right to the front and win because the, he's won 10 out of 20 races. That this means, horse mm-hmm. doesn't have quite the same natural speed as some of the others, though, I think, especially the one and the two. This one can leave. But it's not leave. faster than the one and the two. I mean, I don't care how fast it no, leaves. It's not beating the one and the two to the front, so... Now the thing that I'm curious. Well, here's the okay. thing: Poor horse, they're going to let that horse go uh, because they want to follow a Pat Shepard horse. I I believe that they think about it that simply to an extent, but you can also only guess how much the drivers actually think like that. What I'm curious about, Mike, is they're getting ready to line up. Is the four burst Hanover? How? What makes you not concerned about the month layoff? Well, just, you know, a, a lot of horses have missed time recently, especially up here with, with different things. So that doesn't necessarily bother me. And I'm hoping to get a setup with this horse. So. All right. <clears throat> well, they're lining up scratch down to a field of seven, all of them on the gate. Even money favorite, the one spicy Victor, second choice then. Two of them at seven to two, the two Cali Magoo and the three peeling out at six to one, the six. Schrader Hanover. This is the ninth from Western Fair. It's swinging into the stretch and it's approaching the start. This field is often pacing with Callie Magoo grabbing the front, peeling out, launching two, but is going to get the pocket of Spicy Victor. Gets away third into that first turn, leading the way here. Callie Magoo peeling out, sits second, third then. Comes Spicy Victor, then it's Burst Hanover fourth as they move into the back stretch. Schrader Hanover there too with the high road and Abe's Earl onto that opening quarter. Led by Callie Magoo sitting second, peeling out. Now catching up in third, closing the gap. Spicy Victor, the three to five favorite as they go past that first quarter. At a time we are not meant to know. Burst Hanover fifth then. Sixth comes Schrader Hanover. The high road is seventh. Nabes Earl is towards the back as they turn into the stretch for the first time. Uncontested, unchallenged, unpressured, unfrettered on the lead is Callie Magoo. Second then peeling out. Third still, Spicy Victor as they go past the half-mile station with one circuit to go. Burst Hanover is about five lengths off of Spicy Victor in fourth. Behind him, Schrader Hanover tipping wide. And then it's the high road and Abe's Earl onto the back stretch one more time. Callie Magoo leads peeling out by a length and a quarter. Then stalking third, Spicy Victor. Burst Hanover is beginning to close in. Now only about five lengths off the lead as Popping Pocket comes peeling out. 
after Callie Magoo as they go on a three-quarter. Spicy Victor sticks to the rail, now begins to edge off it. Burst Hanover's catching up to now only three and a half lengths off the lead, sneaking up the inside around the final turn. Three high now comes the favorite. Spicy Victor is peeling out, drops out. And here's Spicy Victor rushing up to take the lead from Callie Magoo turning for home. Spicy Victor, the odds-on favorite, kicks away to a two-length lead. It's Spicy Victor from Callie Magoo and then peeling out and towards the center burst Hanover, but this is Spicy Victor. Spicy Victor coasting home from Callie Magoo, peeling out and burst Hanover. Did that come? That didn't come in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, did it? I think so. Oh. It, it definitely was one, two, three, four. Yeah. It looked like it could have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. For those of you wondering where this show will be going, the second hour will include our analysis of the late pick four from the Meadowlands as well as the early pick four from Woodbine, which we could start one of those now as the third leg of Western Fair just went off. I will... Does it, oh, crap. Do I have a coin? Do I have a coin? No, but I do have a fortune cookie. And I will... I have a fortune cookie right here. So the fortune side, the side that says fortune cookies is heads. The other side is tails. I'm going to flip it. Heads, someone call heads. Heads, Meadowlands, or Woodbine? Meadowlands, Woodbine. Call it. Heads. That, call the track. Meadowlands, Woodbine. Meadowlands. Meadowlands is heads. Okay, we're going to flip the cookie. It's heads. We're going to Meadowlands. And also, I cracked this no, cookie. I want to redo... I can't. Why do we need to redo? I can't read the. Come I on, cracked. Rod, the cookie is cracked. <laughs> this this is an element of misfortune. The Meadowlands racetrack is a time-honored tradition because they race most times during the weekends in East Rutherford, New Jersey, and around the world. If you watch it, not from East Rutherford, New Jersey. Well, you, you that's the only place you can watch it because. That's where it's from, but you can watch it on the internet, on TV, on internet TV, on platforms, on platform television. I'm, I could keep listing all the mediums you can watch stuff now on because there's so much technology that we all have just given up. The 78th race tomorrow evening at the Meadowlands kicks off this sequence. And as I open up the program, the 8th race, ah, oh, yes, the classic non-winners of 15,000 in their last five trot. This used to be the sequence that opened up the pick four almost every week back when we did it on Fridays a long, long, long time ago, back in the days of my youth when I would play stickball in the cornfields with my uh, neighbor Ezekiel and his cousin Tom a third. Uh, Tom the third, actually, not Tom a third. Why, why, why would he be named something stupid like that? That's... It's an insult to his parents, really. But this race is an insult to no one. This is a decent race. We got how many lining up? We have nine horses lining up. Uh, a bunch of... It's, this basically is a class shuffle, this entire race. Even though it's an hours of 15,000 class, we got horses moving up. And horses moving down. And we got some that are just like sticking right in the middle. Uh, but this is this was a hard race for me to read. I I spent a while looking at this one to figure out how to go. And uh, Mike, starting with you, you thought this was fairly wide open too because you're four deep. 
four deep to start. Uh, the one, the yo-yo, comes back to the favorite track. I mean, this horse loves the Meadowlands, is a monster here, and has been racing at upper levels at, uh, you know, Yonkers. And, you know, uh, this horse is always capable of winning, especially getting back to the big track with a huge rally. So I think you need to use that one. Five, Iron Mind Bucky. Uh, this horse is a class horse and has been racing okay at the top level. It's a bit every other and, you know, sometimes needs a setup, but uh, I think the horse is, you know, a decent morning line. You're going to get a price. It's going to be ignored with some of these others in here. Uh, the six, Explosive Man, that horse has won four in a row at Philly. Uh, just just keeps getting better, it seems, and now it comes to the big track. I think that horse needs to be used. And then the nine, Sterling Cadet, um, has raced at top levels. Last time I thought was like a, an acclimating mile. This time should be, you know, ready to go. So one, five, six, nine to start. Now, Rod, as I listen to Mike, I heard the same tone and pitch, and I'm wondering if you agree with the numbers of the horses he has. Uh, a couple of them. I'm going one, five, seven, eight here. Those are different numbers, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, the one, you know, th this is a big track horse, and he loves the Meadowlands. Um, I think he won. I, I believe he set that lifetime mark on Hambo Day, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure he um, raced on Hambo Day, did he? But the, I'm pretty sure he raced in an overnight. Huh. I but, don't remember that. Uh, this horse is a Meadowlands horse. He's gonna, he's gonna go out of there. He, he's, he likes to be up close. Um, you know, there, there's not really a lot to say about this horse. He, he likes this track. He's going to be bet, and I think he's got a big shot from the rail. Never mind Bucky. Uh, you know, might touch on this one. I think this is a good spot for this horse. Uh, perfect post. And if the track is off again tomorrow, this horse is awesome in the mud. Way better. Way better in the mud. So, um, you know, take that into consideration too. And you can see a couple of his lines on the program there. He's got a win in the second in his last four starts, two of them on an off track. So, so that that means his name should be Iron Mine Muddy, right? No. I'm gonna use him. Uh this horse last time I thought raced pretty well. Uh, he won pretty handily on the front, actually, and he still had some left in the tank, and they weren't getting close to him. He, he was just kind of coasting down by the wire. Uh, and the start before that, I thought, was an okay really had this horse last time with Billy Dobson driving. So, uh, you know, th this one's definitely a use, and, and there's some – I think this is a pretty competitive race. And then the eight is the other one. Gets Yannick back. Uh Moves to the big track, was facing tough horses over at Yonkers, and you know doesn't really uh, pop out in the program because of those uh, that last race. You know he was winning that race and, and made a break. So form's good. Moving to the big track is probably going to help this horse. So that's why I'm going to use him. One five seven eight. One second. I would like to introduce you to my number one fan. As for this race, <clears throat> for those of you not watching the video, I grabbed a box fan and I showed it on 
the video. And now it's time for, uh, even though it's January, not October, I'm going to do a horror handicapping. All right, so. Ooh, ooh, this race was all right. Uh, I, can't, I agree with you guys. What? There's way too much glare. Better? I'm trying to make this spooky, Rod. Don't ruin it with technicalities. It's not spooky. So this race... Spooky is your hair. No. Your hair is almost nothing. Actually, um, you remind me of something. <laughs> you're... you're... <laughs> Rod, Rod reminded me of... That, that could be one of the funniest things he's, he's ever said on the show, seriously. Well, Rod, Rod reminded me of um, this one time I ran into a bald guy, and I asked him, why are you bald? And then he said, well, you see, my hair and I had a falling out. This race, I am too deep. Uh, nothing? Wow. Too deep here. I start with the six explosive oh. men, because I used to... I, I did have B. Yo-Yo on my ticket originally, but I've, I've not been a fan of his last few starts, even though he does race well here at the Meadowlands. If I look back at the program, he hasn't been at the Meadowlands in a while. But at the same time, uh, they, his last couple of lines are hard for me to take him off of. Even though he's dropping in class here, he draws the rail. I think he's just going to be over bet. And there are horses that can beat him. Uh, I use the six explosive man who's coming in off a four-race win streak moving up the class ladder at Harris, Philadelphia. And looking at his lines at Philly, they're much better than the lines B.O.Yo was putting in. And he won against the level similar to the one that he was in against uh, last out. Although he hasn't raced in a month, and that's kind of worrisome. However, at the same time, this horse is coming in on such a good streak that I can just assume that, Mike, what's wrong? Well, you think the horse is going to drop dead? You just contradict yourself. Like every other statement is just like refuting what you just said five seconds before. Just talk about the race. That's what I'm doing. I'm saying the six. Okay, good. And then I also have the nine. Sterling Cadet. Uh, Well, if anything, Mike, what I'm showing is that in handicapping, there are many rule breakers. The nine Sterling Cadet is, I, I think, Mike, you and I agree that this is kind of the price horse because this horse is not going to take a lot of play from the outside post even though he's dropping in class. Also, has Vincent Ginsburg in the bike, which can only benefit us in this sequence. Uh, but that was his first start in at least a month or a month or so. Yeah, because he scratched lame on the 16th. Uh, and that was a decent race going up against preferred trotters. He just kind of gave chase. He finished fifth, coming up in 28 and change. Dropping in class here seems like it could help him improve, but at the same time has an outside draw. Would have to kind of get dragged into contention. But if he does get dragged into contention, he could have a shot as long as he is dragged into contention the correct way. If he's dragged into contention the incorrect way, things could go poorly. For his favor, anyway. Not to say that anything bad would happen, it's just he might lose. I'm 6'9". I think B. Yo-Yo is going to be over bet. Uh, an Iron Mind Bucky, I think, is going to go to the lead and quit. That's how I see it. And I would drop this mic, uh, but, however, I it has tape around it because it's taken one too many blows. Mm. And we we can't afford any more. Mm. Where are we at a Western Fair? Because that was the first leg at the Meadowlands. We are looking 
for the five or the nine because the one is paying four dollars for twenty cents. Woo! So, Woo-hoo-hoo! Four whole dollars. <laughs> oh God! If I get that money rod, you know what I'm gonna do. The first thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna buy a swimming pool. I'm gonna buy a swimming pool. I'm gonna fill it with the money that I win, and I'm gonna swim around in it naked. I'm gonna do a backstroke and a breaststroke and a hip stroke and every kind of stroke that is possible, even a brain stroke. I'm gonna die in this swimming pool. I'm gonna ascend to the heavens with my money and my swimming pool. What? Why naked? Did I say naked? You did. Oh. I guess that was a um, Freudian slip, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess that uh, I must have just said it at a slight detail. I mean, I don't think that I... What are you doing? I, I, I don't think that I necessarily said it, but uh, maybe I did. For those so of you, anyway, for those of you who are wondering what I was, I'm, okay, fine. I was gonna. Explain. I am live at Western Fair. To one five nine, they are paying four dollars for twenty cents. Fifteen ten on the five and seventy five thirty on the nine. So we're rooting for the nine in here. If anybody was well, like who you like to? Okay. Oh, but I don't know why. <laughs> if anybody was well versed well, in what, okay. If anyone was well-versed in what I was doing, they would know that I was just ripping off Andy Kaufman. Which, Andy, I'm sorry, but gosh darn it, you were brilliant. And I, I was looking everywhere in my office as if Andy's just around me. How selfish of me to think that Andy Kaufman, his spirit, would be around me. <laughs> Maybe it is, now that I do that. This race, I was alive to the 1, 5, and 9. I like the 9 and 8 to 1 here. I think that's a decent price. But the 1 is definitely the horse to beat. Not only because he's 3 to 5. I thought the 5 was the horse to beat. Really? You think the hanger is the horse to beat? You think the horse that hangs? The horse that doesn't pass? Think he's the one to beat? This is good enough. Oh, I mean, good enough is, in fact, a good enough answer. Uh, one to five, though, on this one, if I'm not mistaken, looking back at the past performances, we're going to get to the second leg of the pick four at the Meadowlands for tomorrow into the second hour once this race goes off. Uh, you're going to have to listen to one. Yeah, you're going to have to go to 148.ca backslash one. Whoops, sorry. It's not. It's maybe not like we're a radio show or anything. I don't know what I'm doing with the microphone. I'm just waving it around right now. Michelle's deuce moves up in class. Oh, it's another one of those shepherd horses. Um, oh, this seems kind of like a Moon Lake horse. Wasn't no Moon Lake was that was Coulter. That was a Coulter horse, right? Yeah, oh, I thought that was a shepherd. And horse. you can see right now on your screens, we've got the uh, guest handicappers up on uh, the Western Fair feed. Including not who picks. Dot com. We are on the internet. We are a website. We are them. No, we we have we have selections on the simulcast every live race night now. We do, but I'm also saying that not who picks. Dot com is in fact a website on the internet. 
It's not yes, it's, it it's not like one of those rapper personas where it's like my name has dot com in it, but you know what? I ain't a website. <laughs> Eminem is now slimshady.com. Yo, I'm slimshady.com. Mom spaghetti. That's, that's kind of what he is now. His last album was very oh, that was very rough. A rough revival, if you will. Uh, so much so that I think if Lazarus came back in a similar way, he would you would say to Jesus, you know, uh, uh, could done a little better. What? How do I get to Lazarus from that? No, how good was Lazarus today? Wait, the horse? Did you watch his race? Who is who yeah. is he? <laughs> what? I don't know if you're talking thoroughbreds or harness. No, harness. Harness where? What's wrong with you? Where? In Australia. I don't know. There's a Lazarus? Well, it makes sense that he came back, but as a horse? Dude, you're going to have to watch the replay of Lazarus today. It's not the Inner Dominion. The Inner Dominion already happened, right? I believe that's what it was. He was three wide the entire race and just got beat in notes. Well, you know they're bred to do that. Just horror. I've never seen a, mo- a race like that in my life. I mean, the closest would probably be Life Sign, except Life Sign was such a wussy. He was only too wide. He could have gone wider. He should have gone wider. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? I purposely try to play these unlikable characters, and then they move so stupidly. You can only see this on the video, folks. It's, it's very much a spectacle. We don't have you on the video. We have the Western Fair feed up. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. But it's also kind of fortunate. No, I just said kind of, I am agreeing with you. To an extent. Mike, what do you like here? Well, I didn't exactly have a huge in the race. Um, Mike is currently reporting from a I'm submarine. Mike is underwater excavating for uh, pearls and clams. And the submarine is diving deeper. Help for me to look at the program because I'm displaying the live feed. Well, there we go. No, I want to. See, what do you What do you see in the post break? Hmm. Well, currently I'm looking at the nine. Looks okay on the track. I think four to one's way too low on that one, though, especially with the connections. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I prefer, you know. The five, the six, especially with all the scratches. Well, I definitely yeah, know you prefer I mean, the, the scratches six. Really change the whole dynamic of the race. Rod, you you just made a race sound, and I'm oddly proud of you, and also offended. Don't use my sounds. I don't know what sound that was. Yeah. That that's my sound. It's like that. my sound. Don't do that again. I said it's early. Uh, is there is there anybody, Mike, on the board currently that you'd be considering playing? Um. Well, the seven of ten to one doesn't look horrible, you know, especially now, drawing in the four post. Mm-hmm. And that makes a big difference for that one for sure. If I look back to the seven, 
Uh, two starts back, tried to wire the field. Three starts back, showed some yeah, speed. This race, by the way, they are going to have four on the gate and two trailers. <laughs> that's that's a spicy victor. Ooh, full okay, circle. But that, that's that, what Rod tells you there is too. Like the the seven can blast off here, and you know get an early position mm-hmm. with that with that sort of setup. Do you think this that makes a mm-hmm. big difference? Do you think the seven has the stamina though? Well, I mean, it just depends how it sets up. I mean, the one could retake and then sit the pocket. That makes a you know a big difference, also. I feel like it's the, a the big thing I thought with these high five braces, and obviously that changes now with all the scratches. But I've noticed that the nine post seems to get there quite a bit. You know, hit the ticket, whether it be second, third, fourth, fifth. Mm-hmm. You take it quite often in these high fives. I was just going to mention the fact that it seems like a conflict of interest that uh, Sugar Doyle does not in any way have Shake It Sugar. I think that that's that's just that's uh, that that. Uh, no, he, last week he actually did say it was his namesake. So. Well, but I mean, uh, you, 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 you go go do something about that. <laughs> this race is lining up. Three to five on the one, Michelle's deuce. Second choice at two to one, the five, mark your page. Third choice, then at four to one, the nine, mark of the town. Let's make this my most grandiose call. It's the tenth from Western Fair. It's at the start, and it's off. And pacing, Kelly Ray from the center of the track, showing the most speed, Michelle's deuce. To the inside protecting position, then Mark Your Page gets away third around the first turn. Shake It Sugar is fourth. On the rise from the second tier, gaps a touch in fifth. Wide of him, sixth. Now tucking in towards the back. Mock of the town, single file down the back stretch. Kelly Ray leads the one to two favorite, Michelle's Deuce, but not for long as she pulls out of the pocket. And is brushing up to take the lead. Third, then mark your page. Fourth, shake it, sugar. Two-length gap back to on the rise. Fifth, mock of the town is currently sixth as they swing around the far turn for the first time out of third. Mark your page enters overland up to challenge Michelle's deuce as they turn to the stretch first time. Mark your page draws alongside the favorite and matches strides coming to the halfway point. They separate two and a half, three lengths from Kelly Ray in third, now fourth. As Shake It Sugar takes the third spot wide of her. Then comes as they move into the turn on the rise. Tracking that move. Trailing Mock of the Town into the back stretch. They come. And outside Mark Your Page yet to take the lead from Michelle's Deuce. But is going to clear now heading to three quarters. Then it's a gap of about four to Shake It Sugar in third. Wide of them on the rise takes fourth. Fifth then Mock of the Town. And dropping out of contention Kelly. Ray as they go on to three quarters mark your page is six clear of the one to two favorite Michelle's do second shake it sugars third outside of them then on the rise with mock of the town fifth turning for home mark your page is well clear of Michelle's do second then third to the inside shake it sugar battling for show with on the rise into the center of the track mock of the town but decisively, it's Mark, your page, an open-length winner on the rise second. Michelle's deuce third. 
in 210 and 4. I told you it'd be my most grandiose call. I told you. 2 to 1 on that horse. That's pretty good. What's that pick for, Pang? What, $5? Huge. Wow, that's... Ooh. Giant. For 20 cents, that returns $6.94. Rod, your ticket doesn't even break even. Oh, yeah. Wait, that was a dollar payoff? No, 20 cents. I don't know. I, I looked. 20 cents is $6.94. Yeah, six ninety four. So that's seven bucks basically for twenty cents. Rod is down twenty cents on that play. What, what did... kind of payoffs? Oh, wait, I was looking at doubles. Ah, now I see it. With all yeah. of that said, all that I do mean all that said. There was a lot said in this hour. Too much, even. We may get canceled. We're not getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up in the second hour, we have the rest of the pick four from the Melons. We talked about the first leg here. Tune in for the rest of that analysis in the second hour of the show coming up after the break, as well as an analysis of the early pick four from Woodbine Racetrack. But this does it for our video segment of the show. Thank you for tuning in. And this also does it for the first hour of our show. So stick around on 148.ca backslash one or head over to 148.ca backslash one and listen to the show or catch it on archive, notwhopicks.com, the day after it airs tomorrow afternoon but for now we're going to break stay tuned for more whatever this is here on north american artist update all right i think that's what it's called bedding taylor swift Every night inside the Oculus Rift After Mr. and the Mrs. Finished dinner and the dishes And now the future's definition Is so much higher than it was last year It's like the images have all become real And someone's living my life
Plugged into our hearts, skin and bones, a frozen smile on every face. As the stories replay, this must have been a wonderful place. Philippine Woodbridge. A teen is facing numerous charges after a major collision in Brampton. Police accuse a 15-year-old boy of stealing a car Wednesday evening, then crashing it head-on with a minivan in front of Brampton Civic Hospital. The occupant of the minivan remains in hospital with minor injuries, while the passenger of the stolen car had to be airlifted to Toronto with critical injuries. The boy, whose identity is protected by law, faces charges of theft, failing to remain at the scene of a collision, dangerous driving, and three counts of breach of recognizance. Charges are being laid against a Georgina man after video surfaced of a cat being physically abused. Police say several people approached them after seeing an online video of a man hitting a cat. Officers identified the man and raided his house with members of Ontario SPCA. The man is facing animal cruelty charges and is expected to appear in Newmarket Court early next month. A minor hockey fight has resulted in assault charges in Newmarket. York Regional Police have confirmed a man playing for a team from New Tecumseh had surrendered after an on-ice official was beaten up during a hockey game. New Tecumseh had been playing the Newmarket Redmond and Tornadoes at the Magna Centre. Chances of snow in the forecast, Mississauga minus 5, Newmarket minus 7. I'll have more news over the weekend. For now, I'm Philip Pong. Thank you, Phil, and welcome back to more of the 89th Annual Golden Globe Awards. I am your host, Seth Myers. When we last left off on this show, we were hitting the late pick for at Western Fair for exactly $6.94, which is more money than I have ever seen in my life and in other lives as well. As for what's going to happen for the remainder of this show, it's time to get deep into analysis. We're going to crack the codes. We are going deep, deep, deep. Well, not that deep because our, our pick force would cost a lot of money then. But figuratively deep into the wormhole of handicapping into the second leg of this Meadowlands pick four, which has a $50,000 guaranteed pool to recap in the first leg. I went six, nine, Mike went one, five, six, nine, and Rod went one, five, seven, eight. This second leg. And this doesn't have to be pronounced like that, but it can be for exaggerative effect. Second leg of this pick four is the ninth race. An hours of $16,000 in their last five starts pace with other tagged on conditions there to make sure that you get decent horses in. Got 10 horses going to post here. I thought that this was a very interesting race. Yeah, I still had to narrow it down. Uh, Rod, though, I'm curious why you're so confident in the six that you singled him. Uh, because I almost, I almost singled him last week. Why am I echoing? I don't know, but you're fine now. Okay. Um, I almost singled him last week. He was a big long shot from the outside, and I ended up using like one other horse with him. And he was absolutely flying on a track that nobody would. Well, this was two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. He was flying on a track that nobody was coming from back there. And if he was anywhere closer, he wins that race for fun. So with that, I think he is the best horse here. Uh, 
you know, there's no class difference for this horse in this race. I think, you know, he's going to be closer and he's going to be close enough that you don't have to worry about him having to fly from, you know, New York City to get there to be able to win like he was last time. So with that, I, I, I just think he's uh, the best coming into this race. Well, how, how much of that do you think, and Mike, you can chime in here too if you have a thought, how much of that do you think was because he was dragged in off of a fast pace? Well, I mean... I don't he, think he was dragged in that night. Okay. I don't no, I don't believe that for okay. a second. Oh, Actually, this horse... The horse was still eighth at, at uh, you know, probably three-quarters of the way down the stretch and then just passed six Once of them. Once he loose on the outside, he came flying in. I bet you he came that last eighth in, in 12 seconds and change. Okay. I mean, he yeah. was absolutely he was flying. flying. All right. I agree with him. Okay. I'm just what I don't agree with, though, is I don't know about singling this horse in this race because if you get a similar trip from way back there, that's an issue. Mm-hmm. I think Corey's going to have him much closer tomorrow night. You hope he does. No, I think he will. How much of that think is also you hoping? Well, that's all me hoping because I'm singling him. Well, it took you a couple sentences to admit that. (laughs) How about you, Mike? Because I know you agree with the six, but you also take two others. Two others. Before, uh, Rama has been very, very good. The past three, and and I thought the best race was the one on December 30th when the horse really never looked like a loser, uh, you know, brushed up to the front and just kept on going. It, I realized the times aren't there, but this horse is, has turned a corner and is coming up the ladder pretty easy now. Could this, you know, could he reach its level? Maybe, but I definitely do not want to leave this horse off the picket as well as he's raced especially the last two races. And then the three Western Joe, I think, needs to be used. Uh, this horse was getting good at the end of the three-year-old year uh, in some fast times, went 49-3 and three on December 16th, where, you know, beating American Primetime was a ridiculous horse. Uh, and then last time was in the nine-hole and, you know, kind of got stuck in the wrong spot, uh, you know, didn't really make impressions, especially the way that the six made the impression in that race, but was close enough, was only beaten two and a half, gets an inside spot here for once, uh, needs to be used also. So three, four, and six. Uh, for me, I I was I saw a lot of horses in this race, but I was able to somehow narrow it down to two for cost reasons. Uh, I agree with the six, all, bla- all black stride. Now, I'm also equally hopeful that this horse is a bit closer to the pace but at the same time and recognize that that might not also happen uh maybe just maybe because he draws from he draws the center of the gate that might equate to him getting towards i don't know the center of the pack that would probably be the best spot for him because he gets second over and second over seems like the kind of trip that he could benefit from which is also kind of a dumb statement because any horse can benefit off a second over trip uh, but he's kind of obvious here. The other horse I threw on that was really interesting to me is the eight, Sweet Beach, shipping in from Harris Philly. Hasn't raced since the 17th, so that that's a bit of a caveat. But the horse rode the rail the entire way there and finished fifth by two lengths, gained ground in the stretch. Three starts back against ours of 20,000 was bet to be the even money favorite and wired the field. The start before that was bet to be the three to two favorite and wired the field after going first over 
against numbers of 18,000 in their last five. He just has these two starts that aren't necessarily terrible. Uh, just they're, they aren't him winning. That's the only thing. And it seems like it, moving to the Meadowlands and also picking up Pat Barry, this horse could be a decent price in this race and could get a decent setup to somehow get into contention. Um, El Rama, for me, I, I'm, I like the fact that he's moving up in class and he's sharp coming up. Um, he's, he could be a decent price here, too, and if he is, I definitely recommend using him. Uh, however, I did not just because uh, I feel like if he's the one going first over, then that will bring other horses into the race, especially the six, all black stride, who has a bit more class on this field. And I took a major class angle on this race with making my decisions, so I'm 6'8 in that second leg. The third leg is the one that comes after the second. It's also race number 10. Nowers of 11,000 in the last five starts. Purse of 13,000 on the line. I thought this was another interesting race. There's nine lining up here. I'm three deep, uh, but Rod, you are six. Why? That's a, that's a lot of horses, Rod. That's too many horses, but convince me. That's not too many. That's why I said convince me. This is a race I thought was wide open. You got a, an Ohio shipper coming in. Going to the big track for the first time, I, I think that's the one. That's the one ideal Rocky, uh, and he's dropping out of the opens over Dayton and Miami Valley. Uh, those are actually really, really tough fields there. I mean, Manhattan Beach has won two of the last four weeks there. You can see in the program. So, uh, and we all know this horse from the Meadowlands. Um, so, you know. Don't uh, overlook this horse because he hasn't been racing there. Um, he's got a big shot. The two I used, uh, I think he's pretty obvious to have along with the three. The four, um, I like this horse. You know, he, he was in with Bullet Bob last time, who was really good. Um, I thought he would be a little bit better last time, and he, he just kind of went along with them down the stretch. But uh, I think he's good enough, and he can win the race. Five, Jacks are lucky, too. He, he's got a shot as well. Um, he's just going to follow the four, I'm hoping. And, you know, I think he's going to be an okay price as well. And I threw the six on there because it's Burke and Yannick. You know, he's getting Yannick on, and uh, it, it's tough to not use this horse. Especially after that last race, I thought he raced pretty well after a bad trip. So one through six. Mike, you were able to narrow it down a bit more, and I didn't think it was as wide open a race as Rod did, but you're still – well, no, you're actually very narrow. You're too deep. Too deep. I only think you need two. Um, you know, I, I certainly am not too interested in the one. The, the three is, you know, stepping up into a much, much deeper waters here. Mm-hmm. Um for the horses I like, the, the two all-star partners had terrible posts and has been fast away from the gate and, and flying these 54 halves and not being able to finish. But it's getting picked off by, you know, American primetime. Johnny Q beat this horse uh, who, you know, that horse got a setup that night. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, Brent Miller drives again, should be able to settle a little bit early and, you know, is facing lesser. You know, despite it being the same class on the page, I think it's lesser horses this time than he has been facing. I like the, the post. I like the speed. I think he's going to be very tough. And then 
the, the four, uh, Machamillion, this horse gets a real drop, really had no chance against Bullet Bob. And, uh, you know, prior to that, was kind of given a race over the track and, you know, was sad and then ended up wide and closing. You know, this horse has faced better, too. I, I think the real try comes tonight. They, the horse was 8-5 to five last time or 9-5. to five. Should be able to be a little closer earlier, and I expect a, a big move. I think it's got to be one of those two. It's two four for me. I was on the fence about the four because I understand that that race against Bullet Bob that was when the snow was coming in, and that and that was the race where the winds were coming in with that as well. Uh, but at the same time, two starts back, that race wasn't necessarily that impressive to me either on paper. Uh, this horse seems like he's much more of a chaser than he is a gainer, if that makes any sense, a horse that gains ground. And so uh, I left him off the ticket. I definitely agree with you, Mike, on the two all-star partner. I think he's a key in this race, especially with the improved draw and the fact that this horse is always launching. He's always live and involved as he moves up the class ladder and into this race where he was second to American primetime after making technically two moves, going for the front, yielding for the pocket as the pace was quick, then pulling back out uh, to chase and finish second by two lengths over a sloppy track. Uh, This horse is hopefully going to get overlooked, judging by the 5-1 to one morning line, but that's probably not going to be the case. Uh, I throw on Frankie's Beach Boy just because in the event the pace does set up like that, this horse raced well, albeit against weaker competition, to capitalize off a similar trip. If the pace is somehow quick like it was with All-Star Partner finishing second last out, this guy yielded for the pocket, went back outside, and he kicked away to win by three lengths as the uh, eight to five favorite, eight to five, eight to five, four to five, seven. It's some kind of favoritism that's not odds on. Uh, but this horse might take more play than he deserves moving up in class. However, he's still sharp coming into the race. But the horse I find the most interesting that I threw on my ticket for a bit of a price is the eight big top Hanover. Uh, this this horse raced a lot better in that Bullet Bob race than I think Machamillion did. Even though he rode the rail most of the way, he gained ground to finish sixth, coming in 27 and change. He was one of the few horses that was able to come home in under 28 in that race uh, when the winds were kicking in. Before that, was in the preferred handicap and was just... Uh, he didn't get away well. He chased horses. He finished. He was clearly in over his head on that sloppy track. He won off the rail then three starts back at Harris, Philadelphia. and had a decent race at Pocono as the favorite in his first start in a month. This horse, to me, seems like he's revving back into form. And in this class, dropping in class up against a weaker field, uh, this horse could end up coming into contention late. And he's going to be a really big price to do so. So I'm 238 hoping for maybe a bit of a price, but also a bit of a price with All Star Partner. The final leg then is race number 11. I don't know if you guys have anything to add about Big Top Hanover because I know that's kind of an outsider in that race. He is an outsider in that race, he's literally on the outside. All right, then. The 11th race is the last leg of the sequence. Now there's a 5,000 of the last five starts. Purse of $8,500. Field of 10 goes here. Uh, starting off with you, Mike. You are four deep. Four deep here. Uh, really liking the one. Uh, one is a lonely number who drops from numbers of 8,500, who draws the rail, who raced pretty decently. Two back at the same class level. Um at some, you know, decent odds. I just, if you look at the race, there, there's just not a lot in here. And this horse actually has, you know, has, has been dropping, um, you know, gets to a level that I think should be able to contend despite it's, you know, being camera shy. Uh, 
the last time this was was in the one hole was closer and made a good good uh, close. Was twenty seven to four, twenty seven and two, twenty seven and two, three out of the last four races. That wins this race, I think. The two perfectly close. The third time back, first up, you know, basically parked out the entire way last time against El Rama. So I, I have to use off that line. The sixth, uh, Coteriel. This horse. You know, had a terrible post last time, finished up a little bit to be fifth prior to that uh, in the G-Notes final. That was three weeks prior, you know, got a check to be fourth. So, you know, is contending, um, you know, just the kind of works that, you know, might be around late and if, if it falls apart, I want to have. And then the 10 doubles finesse. This is a horse that I really liked back in November when he won in 51 and four. And then kind of bounced after that, got a six scratch, came off for that to be just, you know, terrible. Uh, you know, then got a nine hole again. This horse drops. is very capable. I mean, if you look at that line, that line lays over this field. Uh, you know, it just all depends on who shows up. And I think the price will be right. So one, two, six, ten to finish. Rod, you're somewhat on a similar page, except you're not because you have a one different horse. Yeah, I'm going one, two, five, six here. Uh, you know, the one I think is pretty obvious. Mike, Mike said everything you need to say about that one. The two, um, again, parked every step last time, and <clears> the <throat> start before that, I actually several starts before that. I don't think this horse was uh, big on the small track. I think he's going to be better on the big track. He gets Corey Callahan tomorrow night. And an inside post, so that's why I'm using him. The five, I put him on there, first start over the big track. He was racing against 40 claimers at Yonkers, which are very tough horses. And compared to this field, I think those horses are, are much tougher. And, you know, he made quite a bit of money last year as well. Uh, he only won one race, but he was close in you know half of the half of his starts last year so you know I, I do think this horse is uh gotta kind of prove himself he's been off a month but i do think he is capable and the move to the big track against a field like this i think he's got a big shot and then the six uh you know was just too far back last time uh raced pretty well uh, he may be leaving pat Barry likes to leave with with quite a few horses, so uh, I throw him on as well. And if he's close, turn for him, he's got a big shot too. So one, two, five, six. The one's pretty obvious. One is a lonely number, and it quite is in this instance. Well, it would be if I was the only one that used him. Uh, but there's not much more to add to him. The six, Kotari Yale, we've kind of said enough about him. The one thing I do want to note is that his last start from the nine hole was his first start in 20 days, and he still came, he came from off the pace to race well to finish fifth, and that was also following uh, the G Notes final, which we know horses tend to race fairly aggressively in those races because they go for big money. Uh, so this horse could be better second start, albeit he hasn't raced in at least two weeks, but still it's the second start off of a break nonetheless. The horse I throw on, I have a lot of interesting horses I throw on for price reasons, and this race is no different. Because I also am kind of intrigued by the nine, Mr. Bailando, who's coming in uh, off a first over trip 
where he faltered to finish ninth against numbers of 5,000. That was after dropping from the numbers of 9,000 level where he parked to the quarter and chased Kaylee's Shake and Bake Stars and having much better horses and put in a much better effort there to finish sixth. That was back on December 9th. His most recent start was December 28th, so there was a 19-day gap between there. And then before that, parked the entire way against numbers of 8,500. And the start, after, the start before that, parked first over against 8,500 again. This horse has a ton of back class looking even further back. So this horse has been dropping down the class ladder. The horse has the speed to get into the race. It's just this horse has not had the trips at all to be involved. He's been more of a catalyzer, if anything, prompting the pace, prompting pressure, prompting anything except himself to win the race. He's going to be a gigantic price here uh, with with trainer Tim Lancaster in the bike. And to me, it seems like both of you are just uninterested in this horse, but I am, and I'm 169 that last leg. I'm not interested in that horse at all, especially with Tim driving. Something was not right with that horse last time because when Andy pulled him, he just he literally took two steps forward and then went straight backwards. Well, that horse was moving into a fifty-five half to take the lead. Yeah, I thought he was going to clear clear the lead, and he wanted no part of it. As soon as he put a nose in front, he just completely stopped. Okay. And I, yeah, I so either maybe he choked, or maybe he bled, or maybe something. Yeah, you know, something obviously happened. Yeah. Uh, Which to me, so he's got to show me more, and that, I think that's why Tim is driving the horse tomorrow night because he needs to figure out what's going on with the horse. Now, would you be more interested if you got a driver change? Uh, no, because Tim is driving this horse, and he's going to drive this horse. He needs to figure out what's wrong with this what if, horse. What if the turnpike closes and his truck can't get there? Then the horse is scratched. What if, what if the horse doesn't scratch and his tractor doesn't get there? His tractor? His tractor trailer. I'm trying to come. Uh, I, I just don't like this. Uh, I'm not a fan. I think he, he's, he needs to show me that he's coming back into form before I try to put any money on him. Well, that That's fair enough. Um, at the same time, too, I feel like the horse could be ready to go first out if there turns out... There's not much wrong. Well, you're going to get 150 to 1, so good luck with that. <laughs> well, my ticket for 50 cents goes as follows. I am 6-9 with 6-8 with 2-3-8 with 1-6-9. $18 for 50 cents. Mike, your numbers. 1-5-6-9 with 3-4-6 with 2-4 with 1-2-6-10. It's 48 for 50 cents. Rod. One five seven eight with six with one two three four five six with one two five six. It's forty eight bucks. And with all that said, all that done, those graphics will be available. Excuse me. Come the time that the pick four is gonna happen, which will be tomorrow evening at about whatever o'clock in the Eastern Time Zone evening. Um. 8.55 it says so expect it around there also happening tomorrow evening is the early pick for woodbine because why wouldn't it be happening if woodbine's racing why would woodbine racing go you know what we're gonna have all these races except no early pick four we just aren't feeling like it they would never do that because it's not in their best interest it's not in our best interest either which is that's really why they're doing it it's for us and this $50,000 guaranteed pick four kicks off with race number four on their 10 race program tomorrow evening. This is an hours of $10,000 in their last five starts. Pace, field of nine lining up here. 
to kick off this sequence. And Rod, you're the deepest of all of us in this field. You take four of them to start it off. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I, I couldn't really decide whether I like the one a lot or not. So, you know, it, for me, if I couldn't decide if I liked him enough, then I was just going to try to find somebody else to beat him. So I took some class here. Uh, obviously, I'm using the one. Uh, I thought it was a good race last time. Uh, I'm sure both of you guys are using this horse. Uh, he is jumping back up, but he's been competitive against better, and you know he's got a mark of 50 over there last year. I, I think he's a must-use, made over $130,000. So uh, no reason not to use that one. The four, Shadow Margo, coming off a really good race against the one horse, had the nine hole, uh, draws inside a little bit, but does lose John Drury here. Um, you know, if this horse decides to leave and ends up getting a trip, I think this horse definitely has a big shot and it's big putty. So, you know, you got to respect that as well. The seven is the one that John Drury picked because it's an Aussie yellow horse uh, drops here. Uh, got interfered with leaving the gate last time. And last time, <clears throat> last time this horse raced in this class, it went off the favorite and just finished second. Uh, this horse does like to, to get beat once in a while, but I, I think against this group, he's going to be competitive and deserves to get some play. And then the eight, he's going to take some play too. I don't think he's much, but uh, he's taking like a three class drop here. You know, definitely uh, another horse that I think is a must-use in a field that doesn't really have much going for it right now. So one, four, seven, eight. Mike, for me, one of the biggest problems with this race, and that made that forced me to kind of look at it over and over again, is that it's a very skewed race class-wise. And I'm wondering how you took that approach because you're only too deep here, and it seems like you're taking mostly class. Well, that's. I mean, it's, they're both very obvious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the horse to beat really, you know, is the eight JJ's delivery, who is now fourth back off the break. You know, this horse has got some money off the card now, but um, you know, race numbers of twenty eight thousand, numbers of twenty thousand, where you know, raced very well. I thought was first up last time against American Virgin. Uh, you know, th- those are just better animals than these. And, and a lot of these horses are struggling at numbers of 9,000, numbers of 14,000. And that's pretty much where most of those horses hang. This horse is more like a numbers of 20,000 type horse and has the speed to win this race. Uh, you know, he's obvious. I, I think he's going to be rock low in the wagering. And the only other horse I used was the one just because he woke up last time. They finally dropped the numbers of 6,600, and that was a decent race. Uh, you know, it was probably a, a little better than a, a numbers of 66 on paper. And you can see a couple of horses that are, are class horses come out of that race, the one and the four. The four was completely misdriven in there, but that's another story. Uh, this horse was game, you know, led the entire way to win. Can get a trip, I think, behind the eight in this race. And, you know, that's the only reason I used. I, I think it's got to be one of those two. Uh, usually, Shadow Margot needs things to break his way for him to win. 
you know, I don't necessarily want him. And the rest of them, I just don't see beating the other two. So I'm one eight. I, I agree with the one and the eight. Uh, I do add on the four shot of Margot, though, just because that last race is still pretty decent, coming with 27 and change to just miss by a neck to shadow place from the nine well, hole. should have won that race. I mean, should, if you that, watch the replay, you'll see. Everyone, anybody could see that. that. Well, to me, that just reads as the horse, that was just bad timing because the wire came before he could get in front. Uh, so from a better post, from a similar spot, I could see something similar happening. And if he gets by, he gets by. If he doesn't, then he doesn't. He's gonna be he's gonna be a decent yeah. price nonetheless. Especially if they this play. Horse, if you know anything about this 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 circuit, this horse always races covered up until the last eighth of a mile and then takes off late. So mm-hmm. you know, if this horse gets thrown, it usually wins. If not, you know, you're not gonna get anything. So still possible, I am... yes. Mm-hmm. I am one four eight. You really don't think the six gets the front? Thorn in your side? No, I, no the the no the the eight will definitely get the the one and the eight will be one two going to the quarter. All right. Okay. I don't see that that way, but who cares about semantics? The second leg of this pick four is race number five. It's numbers of six thousand in their last five start pace. Purse of fourteen thousand dollars. Ten going here. Raw, uh, Mike. No, Mike. I want to start this with you because you just said I can't see anything, and maybe that's because you weren't wearing your glasses. But either way, you took all. Well, the problem is there's nobody to trust in the race. I mean, you know, the one has burned, you know, terrible money. Two to five, three to five. The last couple. I mean, is he capable? Absolutely. But you know, he's a much better horse than this numbers of six thousand. He's just no good right now. So I don't want him necessarily. Um, you know, Mr. Carrots, this horse is three to one in the program and, you know, races the same way, whether it's not worth a 2,500 or not worth a 9,000. He sits and makes one run and typically he doesn't get there. So uh, I like some others in the race. I, I like Strato Boy, who's 12 to one morning line coming back from preferred twos at Flamborough and I think needs to be respected, especially off those last three races. Um, you know, the 10 Kingsley B had two perfect trips in a row, but this is Moreau and, and, and Wah and stepping up. You know, ask Pan over one on Thursday night. That horse needs to be considered. Uh, you know, Avatarist, I thought, raced very well, too, back. Numbers of 4,800, then had no chance whenever not moved at all, you know, in the shadow place race. So there are many different directions. Uh, Audrey's Dream, I think, you know, has some old class, gets post-relief, and this has speed whenever they want to go. This horse made 90000 last year. I could use six or seven. I'm just going to use them all and hope for chaos. Uh, Rod, you're on a different end of that. You take four of them. Yeah, I'm four deep here again. Uh, I'm going one, five, eight, and nine. Uh, the one I, I think is pretty obvious. You know, like Mike said, this horse burned some money, so uh, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not keen on this horse. And you know, takes a slight class hike here. So uh, you know, last time he was in with these, he moved first over. And just got beat. I mean, plain and simple, that's what happened. Um, he's not one you can trust. So uh, the five, Mr. Carrots, I use him. I thought he, he raced pretty well last time. Uh, he does lose uh, Louis Philippe Bois, but he gets Doug McNair. So I think he's a use. He doesn't win that often. 
but uh, I think he's due for a win, and, and his form has been pretty good recently, so uh, I'm going to use him. Probably a pretty short price. The 8 PL Idaho. This is uh, a strictly if he's ready, he, he runs off by half the stretch. Um, you know, this horse is way better than these. And honestly, he's probably just short. And even being a little bit short, he he's good enough to win this race. But, uh, you know, if, if he's three quarters of what he normally is, I think he wins this race pretty handily. And then the nine, uh, dropping from preferreds over at London and Flamborough. Just had no chance from where he was last time over at London. The start before that, he raced really well in the uh, preferred at Flamborough. And I think you got to respect this horse off of those two races. And, you know, those were coming up. Both of those starts were coming off of layoffs. Uh, the move back to the big track, I think the big track suits him a little bit better. And they used this horse uh, last two starts just as tighteners to get him ready for uh, going back over to Woodbine. So one, five, eight, nine for me. Remember when Louis Waugh was supposed to go to the Meadowlands? I'm three deep here. Uh, I start with the three, Audrey's Dream. Mike was talking about this horse. I and I and The only reason I use this guy is because of the post improvement. If this horse didn't have an inside post, I'd say, you know what? <laughs> If you're gonna use this horse, you're the one that's streaming. Oh God, I'm, I'm too, I'm too much for this show. Oh wow, thank you guys for. The, I please stop, stop. You don't have to. You don't have to stop. You don't have to cheer me on like that. It's not necessary. Not. It's a, it's a, that's it's not necessary. I'm trying to. Can I please finish this pick? Thank you for letting me finish this pick four. I I appreciate it. So Shadow Mark, not Shadow Mark. Oh, <laughs> a dream. I'm still in the last race. Uh, this horse never really gets involved from outside posts. Three starts back, some got somewhat involved. Gets numbers of six thousand, getting dragged into contention, gaining five lengths in the stretch to finish fourth, coming in twenty-eight flat. Uh, this horse is usually coming from off the pace, even though he gets away somewhat towards the middle of the pack. And it's the it's a game of whether or not this horse is good enough to come home. It's as simple as that. Mr. Carrots is a really obvious one. This horse races well usually, with even though he makes one big run. He's almost like Lonnie in that sense. God rest his soul. And this horse, well, his racing soul anyway. Uh, th this horse just needs to make the right move at the right time, and he could be in the position to be in the right position to make the right move at the right time. And all of that adds up to victory in my mind. And Resistance Futile is another horse that makes sense here, shipping in from London and Flamborough Downs, albeit this horse usually has a bit more speed. Uh, I don't like the fact that he's been racing off the pace a lot. However... His off-the-pace style will suit him from that outside post. He'll get off the gate, and he'll just have to catch some cover. And hopefully the fact that he's been racing on a half-mile track could translate to him kicking home a little bit stronger on a two-turn track than a four-turn track. He's always going to be a decent price, too, just because he's shipping in from London and Flamborough Downs. Otherwise, this race is... To me, this race reads, if you want a single Mr. Carrots, I wouldn't blame you. Um, but I also understand how you see it as a wide open race. I'm three five nine in that leg. Third Mr. leg. Mr. Carrots, key Mr. Carrots in the race. Yeah. Are you insane? No. Why? 
Oh my god. There's nothing wrong with this no. horse. I would never single him. There's nothing no. wrong with this horse. What? When's the last time he won? When was the last time he won? I don't know. Exactly. Did, did you not hear me say he doesn't win very often? But he still wins. No, he hasn't won for a long time. Have you looked at this field? Why do you think I took them all? <laughs> because you don't like Mr. Carrots as much as you should. Okay. If that horse wins, I'll eat the book. I, I would like a video of that so I could send it That's to our 1,300 followers on Twitter. So you're going to eat your laptop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, that'll cost more than how much this pick four is going to pay. This third leg is race number six. Numbers of 14,000 the last five starts. We have a field of eight going postward here uh, starting off. With you, Mike, you're four. You take half of them. Still think it's wide open. Yeah, I do. The horse I like best is the five. Mm-hmm. Aslan. This horse came back from Yonkers uh, and got the big track and woke up significantly. Lost to his his boy Alroy, and this horse launched. That was a tough field. Uh, came home twenty-seven and two. Now hasn't been able to race. You know, and a lot of these horses have been off since then. I think that benefits this horse, actually. This horse always does well off a layoff, always races well here. And, you know, it's made 450000 I like that wake-up. I think this horse is a must-use. Uh, the two, Polly Wellies, had no chance last two races at London. Uh, you know, was against it both times, now comes back to the big track. And, and this horse, you know, fits at this level, I think, against especially against these types, if, you know, he can get his trip, which is covered up, one-punch plate. Uh, the three nickel bag is, is very obvious. This horse, you know, is always in the top levels every year. He only had two wins last year, but still made 126,000. Uh, you know, he's likely going to be on the lead and he's very game, likes to fight you for it. Uh, he's impossible not to use in the race. And then the eight fan court who, you know, has been racing very well at this level since coming out of numbers of sixes. Uh, one, two back, beat Rockin' in Heaven, lost to Casimir Jitterbug, who is a multi-millionaire. Um, this horse is going to be close early, and, you know, it's probably going to trip out. You have to use this one, too. Two, three, five, eight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I almost choked drinking water there just by making noises. Rod, you're also four deep here, and you use horses that are different but similar. Yeah, I'm I'm actually not using the three here. I'm going one, two, five, and seven. Uh, I like the one a little bit just because I think this horse can trip out here. He should be at least trying to get away close enough, especially with Billy Davis. Uh, I think he's going to get away halfway close and be able to sit and work a trip out against these types here. Uh, you know, uh, that's really the main reason I'm using this horse. Billy Davis, he's got the rail. He should sit close. And if, if things work out, he could be the upsetter here. Uh, the two, Polly Wally, comes back over from London uh, for a pretty hot <clears throat> hot barn. Uh, I think this horse is much better on the big track anyways. Uh, so you can kind of toss those London lines off and uh, – you go back to his uh, woodbine lines. You know, he's good enough. He he won 12 out of 20 starts last year. 
I don't think there's a reason not to throw him on. The five, Ashlyn, who also is my top pick in the race. Uh, that was that was the first horse that stood out to me here. Um, good start last time off, uh, you know, about four weeks. I think he's going to get bet in this race. But even with that 54-4 and four last half off uh, four weeks last time, He's, just, he's probably not going to be the favorite here. And I think with a horse like this who showed such a, uh, I don't want to say improvement, but such a good start off that long, this horse is going to be much, much better tonight or tomorrow night. And uh, he's a definite play. And then another price the shot three, here. The three will be the favorite in the race for sure. Yeah, I know no the three's going to get that. But the five is going to take some action. And then uh, my last one's a seven, another price play. He has won for 27 last year, uh, but uh, he did hit the board 13 times out of those 27 starts. And he came uh, a last half and 54 and one last week, raced really well. Uh, and those were against a little bit better horses. Uh, I mean, a couple better horses there. But, uh, you know, this one. It, He's going to be ducked, and he's going to need some things to happen up front. And there looks like there might be a little bit of speed in this race. So if things set up the right way and Christopher can get him into the outer flow and get drug up a little bit, I think he's got a shot to to upset this race as well. So one, two, five, seven. I just love on our video feed that we have right now, anytime I look at Mike and I just see him <laughs> shaking his head, I just know he does not like that horse. <laughs> he, he no, doesn't... but some, some things, like... There's just some things I don't agree with, but that's fine. It's okay. I know, but I'm, I'm still laughing because it's funny when it's physicalized. I'm four. I'm three deep here. I'm three deep in the entire sequence. I start with the two, Polly Wally. We this horse pretty obvious. Sort shipping him from London, and had some decent miles against Nars of fourteen thousand. Had some decent miles against Nars of six. Uh, just has to do better than he did against Nars of fourteen thousand this time around. Draws well. Could be draw, drugged into contention. Maybe, maybe not. I also use, if my program could load back up, thank you, the four, physically inclined. I'm surprised none of, none of you guys use this horse. Uh, had post nine last time out. Got away eighth, which, I mean, from post nine at Woodbine, that's not uncommon. And then had to chase home a very slow pace. Kicked home in 27 and four uh, to gain six lengths in the stretch. Finished sixth by a length and three quarters. And then before that, tried to set the pace, uh, but ended up kind of giving way to finish fourth. This horse, to me, seems like if he could just get in that stalking spot towards the front, that's what he has to do. That's like that's all he has to do. That's the one place he has to be. He's not, he's not a horse that races well on the lead. He's a horse that prefers to stalk. And if he's too far out of it, then he can't win the race. That's the catch-22 of it all. He's just got to be somewhat close. And from post four, with a post improvement, that could happen. Uh, and then I take the five, Aslan, who we've all mentioned. This horse makes a ton of sense. Was interfered with, too, last time in his first start in a month, shipping up here at 45-1, to one, kicked home strongly to finish second to much better. Uh, this horse just makes all the sense of... Uh, uh, this is like this is handicapping school 101. This horse would be a contender. And just by saying that, he's probably not going to win. But that would be a surprise because this horse looks really sharp coming into this race. I'm two, four, and five in that leg. I'm not a big fan of Nickelbag. 
However, at the same time, I don't like Nickelback for the same reasons I didn't like P.L. Ichabod tonight at the Meadowlands, and P.L. Ichabod won the race. Don't know how. But that's a different track. This is Woodbine. Good for him. This is the final leg of this sequence. It's race number seven. Hours of 21,000 in the last five starts. Bars of 25,000 on the line. Nine lining up here. Mike, you're four deep. Four deep. Uh, the one for me once has been racing strictly preferreds. Last six starts, uh, you know, it's been facing easy lover Hanover, who has been dominant. Drops down and definitely faces lesser types. Uh, I think, you know, is is going to be bad. I mean, this is Moreau, McNair, uh, hard to leave out. You just, you know, but not necessarily so obvious that, you know, I would single. You know, Mr. Sensi looks very similar. Drops from upper levels, same connections, gets wad. This horse, a lot of times, needs a trip to win. But, you know, when the horse does win, usually pays a little bit of money. Uh, I like the, I like the drop here. I'm going to use that one. Uh, the seven, uh, Andreas Cardina. This I really like this horse. This is a, a legitimate race horse who, when he's on his game, is is very good and can you know kick home very fast. I like him better on the big track, even though he raced okay at Pocono. Uh, if you if you remember this horse earlier last year in the spring, this horse was beating Preferreds, you know, at Mohawk Woodbine. You know, and probably going to be ignored with Byron in the bike. I think this horse needs to be used and should be a little bit of a price. Definitely won't be 92 morning line. And then the eight rocket in heaven. Uh, you know, this horse is an, another upper level type that is always right there. Made 114,000 last year. Uh, two back lost to Fancourt when Fancourt tripped out. Last time ran into American Virgin off the drop. Uh, you know, I like Henry here and. I think this horse is another one with a shot from the from an outside post. So one, four, seven, eight. Rod, what are you doing? I'm basically on the same page, just a little bit less than what Mike went here. Uh, I'm going one, four, seven. Uh, like you know, uh, I don't have a lot to add to what Mike said. Uh, the one I thought was a good race last time. Even though he just, you know, th this is a drop. And that race against the better horses, pretty much every start, you know, he's beat better horses. So uh, I think it's tough not to have him on your ticket somewhere. The four, uh, this one was uh, Waz Choice in the race over the one. So you know this horse is good. I think there's no reason not to use this horse in this race. Uh even off the uh, just okay effort, he has missed some time. He's you know he's been off over a month, but I'm sure they probably took this horse out and trained him pretty heavily to get him ready for this race. And then the seven, I agree with Mike. The, this horse looks to be a lot better. He's probably going to get a little bit ignored because Aaron Byron's driving, uh, but this horse is plenty capable and. and He's faced some pretty tough company throughout last year, you know, especially over Pocono. The, those classes, those upper-level classes are very, very tough. And uh, 
you know, this horse only got beat like half a length to bit of a legend who won, uh, what, what was that race he won? The Levy. Uh, the Levy, yeah. That horse won the Levy. Uh, so, I mean, you compare the uh, the class horses down there to what he's facing tomorrow night in this field. Uh, yes, it's so hard to close a Pocono, and that's the source of style. He needs right. a one punch, and a Pocono, that's almost impossible. He's going to like coming to the big track, number one, especially after just that kind of go-around start that he had last time. I mean, I would just go around, get a race in, because he's been off a month. And, uh, you know, th- this race here, he should be ready to go, and I I think he's got a really big shot at a decent price to end the pick four. So, one, four, seven for me. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. He's not a horse, but fool me once is, and we all use him. He makes sense dropping in class. He's probably going to be bet. He's probably going to be a favorite. And honestly, he's probably going to win the race. But what fun is singling him? His boy, Elroy. I'm surprised none of you guys use this horse moving up in class. Maybe it's just because he's moving up in class. Uh, but that last race wasn't necessarily that awful. He pulled first over, moving around the final turn, took the lead, and just kind of coasted home the way he had to. And before that was third, coming up in 27 and change. And he he's a chaser a lot of times. He's probably a bit cheaper than these guys, but he's at least coming into the race off a win and off decent form. So if he gets the right setup, he could definitely get into contention. We all agree, though, with Andreos Cardia. Uh, this horse, uh, that last start's not that awful. And especially that being his first start since a six scratch and his first start shipping north and in a month, there's a lot of cat. There's a lot of exceptions that were, that this guy deserves and excuses as well. Excused exceptions. You might even say, but except excuses, you must, that's a different except folks. Those are called homonyms, but Andreas Cardia, uh, I'm not, I'm not worried about the outside post at all. This horse took play also in his first start up here. He was six to one, going to post even with Aaron Byron in the bike and Aaron can send a horse if he has to any driver can send a horse if they have to Bob Denazi can send a horse if he has to and we all love Bob Denazi uh, but Andreas Cardia has class I'm kind of just saying the horse's name because I have nothing else to add we've talked enough about already this horse has back class this horse has form this horse should improve it's as simple as that don't make me talk any more than I have to. As much as I'd love to, I don't want to. I'm done. I'm sick of it. One six seven in the last leg for me. My ticket then is this: for twenty cents, one four eight with three five nine with two four five with one six seven. I'm Brooklyn now. Here's my ticket again: one four eight with three five nine with two four five with one six seven. It's twenty one sixty for twenty cents. Mike, what's your ticket? One eight with all with two three five eight. With one four seven eight, it's sixty four dollar. Yo, Rob, what's your ticket? One four seven eight with one five eight nine with one two five seven with one four seven. We did it, folks. Wait, Rod's ticket costs thirty eight dollars forty cents. Rod doesn't do the math on his tickets for some reason, so I have to do it. I'm starting to go. I'm starting. Because I can do it in my head. You can't. You got to use a calculator. Yeah, but, Raw, when you're posting the tickets on the internet, the people don't know the math either. Yeah, your calculator still is wrong all the time. Yeah, but, Rod, 38, that ticket cost 38.40, and my calculator did it right. Yeah, it did. 
Yeah. Because I have it written down. Well, then why don't you tell the people how much it costs? You don't tell us. I think it costs $80. Because we're going to have a graphic up tomorrow when people are going to actually play it. Rod, you, you can't use your logic on me like that. I don't appreciate it. You're welcome. I did not ask for a thank you. I did not ask for a graciousness. I did not ask. I didn't ask a question even. Well, since we have one minute left, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Where are we going next week? Where are we going next week? That's a good question. I think we're going to the Meadows Racetrack in Washington, PA. We're doing a live show for their – is it their only evening card of the season? It can't be their only evening card of the season. No, they do like two Friday cards or three or something like that. Well, this is one of them. It's their Night of Champions. We will be live we're on gonna track. We're going to be for two of them this year. We're going to be there for that, and then we'll also be there for the Audios. But it's not the Audios next week. It's not even July. It feels like July, but that's because of climate change. This is time change because time will change to make it a week later, and we will be at the Meadows doing a live show. Remember what we did at Hoosier Park? It's going to be like that, but bigger, louder, and uncut. Well, I mean, we'd have to cut anything from the Hoosier show at all. We, there was very little cutting. Uh, maybe We may have cut in line so we could get our bets in, but... Um, that, that's, that we did, that's, 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 that's it. That's all we did. And so tune in next week for that. That'll be starting at 5.30 p.m. Eastern, Friday, January 19th. We will be starting and do, covering the entire card up through when the last race goes official. We will have interviews with recipients of awards for their night of champions, as well as drivers, trainers, horsemen, and random people we might encounter, which unfortunately... We will not encounter any circus performers on stilts juggling knives. That was that was a one of a kind spectacle. And they don't running. have any random horse uh, mascot either, so we won't have that. Uh, which that we all know that's unfortunate. And we won't. We also won't have drunks prompted by their moms to interrupt uh, live broadcasts. <laughs> we don't know that. We don't. We we might. <laughs> no, we won't. Who would want? Who goes to a racetrack with their mommy? With their mommy. You probably did last year because you couldn't bet. No, I went with my daddy. There's a difference. <laughs> Tune in next week for North American Harness Update live from the Meadows and see whether or not I get kicked. Everyone thinks I'm going to get kicked out of racetracks. I'm actually very well behaved. See if I don't behave. Which I will, because I'm a good-mannered Christian boy. Until then, I will still be that. Mike will still be Mike. Rod will still be Rod. And we will still be North American Harness. I hate that ending.